0: What's up? what's up, what's up, what's up, what's what is what's going up? on,
1: what's happening, <laughs> welcome in to episode number 62 of Jobbing Out, boys, do you have a guess on 62, okay, not everybody at once, no, all right, no, you
0: don't, no you
1: don't, you don't, no you don't, you don't oh, want to even venture, God, not me. even a guess, you won't even give me a fucking guess. As to why it would be All sixty-two.
0: All right, sixty-two. Is this? Uh, oh, is this when my homie uh, Sam Brenner left the Dolphins and went to the Broncos, and it gave him number sixty-two? I don't. That
1: I, two? That's not what I came up with. I'm not saying it's not true, but it's not what I came up with for this uh, week. Okay. Brandon, do you want to venture a guess on sixty-two?
3: Sixty-two would be the number of I don't know.
1: I got nothing. Oh, that's that's really an awful attempt. How about over the years, between... He
0: said, God, that's really (laughs) awful. (laughs) Couldn't even give me a guess.
1: (laughs) Like, couldn't even throw something random and try to make a joke out of it. Um, Between the WWF, WWE, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and the WCW, ladies and gentlemen, there were 62 members of the NWO. (laughs) 62 oh, wow. 62 different that members. That's an actual real number. 62 different members of the so NWO.
0: So, all members in the whole right? Oh,
1: every single one of them. It's a 62 man induction group. Of course. So, so the best So Virgil, the- Virgil finally got in. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> the best part about
3: um there're actually being 60 people in the NWO. Is that like that's the fake number? Like 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 I would have said if I didn't know. Like I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you would have made up, right? It would have then, then, t- then t- t- it'll get shitty like the NWO when they had sixty three people or something, <laughs>
1: and it really is. No, there really were <laughs> sixty two members of the NWO, including such luminaries as David Flair. I'm sure you remember uh, his long time uh, in the NWO. There might
0: not. They might not even be sixty two people that have ever been in. No way Jose's conga line. There might not have been. <laughs> you might be right about that. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: that's the number. 62 members of the NWO. But uh, obviously, uh, we will get to that a little bit later on. It is jobbing out. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Brandon Linton. And he is... The main
0: event. Vance. 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 Vance.
1: Vance. AJ Francis, aka Frank. Uh, uh Aaron normally joins us in segment one. He's going to join us later on in the program instead this week um, as AJ's. Are we, you're running off to San Francisco or Japan. Where the fuck are you going?
0: So I'm on double secret, top
1: secret. Oh, oh, this weekend. oh sorry. Sorry. My bad. My, my, uh, my
0: bad. No, no. It has nothing to do with the other double secret, top secret that we have talked about. Oh, okay. I'm this- going to be in a commercial this weekend. I just can't talk about what it's for or who it is yet. All right, um, all right. And I'm so I'm gonna be in San Jose from the 11th to the 15th. Then I was supposed to go to Tokyo and wrestle, but because this opportunity with this commercial came up, uh, this commercial is gonna make me SAG eligible.
1: Oh shit! Wow, oh, that's dope. So. So because
0: here's that, the thing. Because Doritos called. Right, right. <laughs> because we are going to be saying It's not seeing... Doritos, but let's just say Doritos. All right. Just because Doritos called. Right. Oh, no, no, no. You don't oh, know the bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, this is what we did with Aaron the week that we weren't allowed to air any of it. Like, we just kept changing who it was. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. You told me about
0: the bit. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm, from this point forward, I'm going to call this Doritos. All right. <laughs> You're
1: going to do the Doritos commercial that everybody's going to see during the Super Bowl. We get it. All right, fine. No, all
0: right, so... <laughs> It's Doritos, yeah. and uh, we're going. It's a commercial now, in. So while I'm out there, I was like, uh, I was supposed to go to Tokyo, and I was gonna have some matches in Japan. But then I was like, the match I really wanted to do in Japan was the 15th, and I'm gonna miss that because of this commercial. So I was like, yeah, I'll just I'll just go to Japan another time. All right.
1: Well, if that's and if you can so live. So now one. I'm about to
0: go. Now I'm just about to go to San Diego. And Las Vegas after San Jose, just to see some people. Yeah, tough and then week. And be back in time for the holidays.
1: Tough week, real tough week you got going on there, dude. Real hard times, hard times, hard times in the city. Say. Um, all right. Also coming up in uh, the next segment, we're actually going to chat with a an, another former. T- Would you and Isaiah ever actually teammates?
0: Uh, yes, my uh, true freshman year.
1: Okay, and he was a senior. That's what I was trying to figure yeah. out. So uh, another him point. and
0: Mojo were in the same class.
1: Oh, I don't know if I realized that was the same group. Okay, all right, I dig that. So uh, Isaiah Williams, former University of Maryland wide receiver who bumped around uh, the NFL and some other spots in his career, um, he participated in WWE's tryout over the weekend. And, AJ, you've you've already talked to Isaiah, correct? Like, you already know the story. Correct. So, like... This isn't where, like, you know, the the same thing that you're doing where you've been, like, wrestling for a while and you got your tryout. This is more like he's an athlete and so they brought him in for a tryout.
0: Well, uh, he's actually, I think this is his second tryout. So he's been, like, training and stuff since the last one. But I don't think that he's out working. All right. well,
1: We will talk to him about it when he joins us here in segment number two. But let's make sure we get our picks in for the week is obviously it is a pay-per-view week um we're gonna do we're gonna do something a little bit different for picks because there are officially only six matches on the card right now but there's a few that like better be fucking happening so we're just gonna pick them even if we don't know exactly what the match is going to be all right do do you guys get what i'm doing Mm -hmm. here so we'll go with the matches that are on the card first, and then we'll talk about the ones that aren't on the card yet. So WWE TLC coming up this Sunday night from Minneapolis, Minnesota makes all the sense in the world that they're in Minneapolis without Brock Lesnar. Makes all the fucking <laughs> sense in hey, the world. Hey, how do you know well, they're
0: he's without him? Now, kid.
1: That's true. He is Canadian now. Um, you're right, Brandon. We don't know that he might not show up, but just Anyway, um here are the here are the matches on the card. We begin with a TLC match. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin AJ.
0: Um is Roman Reigns in the match? Uh, he is. It's so interesting you would ask. He's facing uh King um, Corbin. I don't think that I don't think that Baron Corbin is the man that's facing this the fiend at WrestleMania. You I don't think know that. that. Roman, <laughs> I, think, I think that Roman Reigns is. So, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns to end his year uh, on, with a W going into Royal Rumble season. Yeah, I think for
1: me it's more that like I don't think there's anywhere else for this to go. Um, I, I think it's it's run its course, it's over, and this ends with Roman getting over. Now, that being said, w- like if they were to do it where Baron Corbin gets over, I, that would be wild and I would almost kind of be into it, but... No, like I, think,
0: I could see a situation where like some of the people that have been helping Corbin come out and like push Roman off the ladder. But, but that's how. But
1: that's how you keep this thing going. And like, do you really think this has anywhere else to go?
0: I mean, I could see them yes. wanting a. I could see them wanting a final payoff match, just Corbin versus Roman but, at WrestleMania.
1: Okay, but that. But you've already.
0: Given, I mean, no, I mean, at Royal Rumble. Sorry.
1: Okay, but you? then you have neither one of them in the Rumble match.
0: No, they w- they would just be before. The
1: match oh, you just say Rumble Rumble you do double duty. I mean, I guess yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um, look, I think it's over, so I'm going with Roman as well. Brandon,
3: I. This was that match where you're always like the easy, the, the obvious thing is Roman Reigns. I'm not so sure Corbin doesn't win this because of the kind of match it is and because of Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. And because I also think that eventually this is leading to the Usos coming back, and I don't know if that's going to happen at this match, or if he's going to lose, and then so I guess what I need to decide is if the Usos are coming back, Roman Reigns is winning, and if they're what, what not, what kind of I what think kind he's tasty losing. treat so, are you
1: enjoying there, Brandon? What kind of what what's 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 on what's on the menu right now?
3: I'm eating like chicuttery. How do you say that? Char Chic- you <laughs> should you say chicoterie? charcuterie. Charcuterie just said
1: charcuterie
3: <laughs> i'm from central pennsylvania you can't Jesus yeah. christ charcuterie. We, we don't pronounce things correctly all right, there all right what is it. the
1: word that he said charcuterie
0: but he said chicutter what the
1: fuck is that yeah, like 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 meats and cheeses like a nice meat and cheese board
0: god white people man oh wait oh, no, so... no 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 <laughs> I am
1: not going to sit here
0: and take your
1: slander of meats and cheeses.
0: Go fuck yourself. Look, we don't no, have a man, We don't I have love a meats and cheeses are on a plate, but we don't got no bougie ass words like charcuterie. It's, we it's call it yeah. meat and cheese. Fuck is you talking about? I had no By idea. I had By
1: no idea line. that's going to be the what this episode was going to be.
3: should 100% be called meat and cheese and not charcuterie. <laughs>
0: Shark. I just say it, but I think
3: it's a funny word.
0: Charcuterie sounds like a disease you get from kissing too many people, <laughs> or from
3: <laughs> from eating meat yeah, made also... out of the pieces of animals you don't want to know
1: about. Yeah, and it also sounds you.
0: like how. Uh, Richard Simmons sneezes. I had no. <laughs> that's not bad. All right, that's not
1: bad. <laughs> that's not bad. I had no idea this was going to become the charcuterie episode. I had no idea that was the turn that we were going to take. That I'm the only person on this panel that knows how to say charcuterie.
0: Like this is. What is that? A real word? Yes. Yeah. I thought you I'm were a classy
1: motherfucker. I thought you were drinking red wine and like living life.
0: The fuck you don't I know do. About? But it's called what? Say it one Charcuterie. Oh, can we place a bet on if I can spell this? All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'll, I'll get in on this. I'm sure his word does not exist. All right. What do you want? What do you want? Oh, <laughs> what do you want?
1: This. All right. Let's just take it. You know what? Just go for it. What do you got?
0: All right. <laughs> All right, so I'm digging this C-H. Okay. A-R. Uh-huh. C-U.
1: Uh-huh.
0: T-E-R-Y. Oh, you were so close. Oh, oh,
3: that's a hard-ass word,
1: man. You had it. <laughs> Until the Y, it's
0: I.E. at the end. Oh, that's trash. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. Tell me what the problem is with something described as such. Charcuterie is the branch of cooking devoted to prepared meat products such as bacon, ham, sausage, terrines, galantines, ballotines. I don't know what these things are. Pâtés, confit, primarily from pork. Charcuterie is of the guard manager chef's repertoire. Fucking... Shark. What the fuck is a guard manager? I chef? don't know either, but I want to be one.
0: If it, if if somebody ever showed up <laughs> to any job interview I've ever had, and on their resume it said guard manager chef, I'm thinking you talk about barbecuing in your own backyard.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Come on, come on, we got it. This is amazing. This is. We're gonna fucking get some good bomb ass charcuterie, right, I'm man.
0: I'm done. I'm done. I just don't understand why delicious. y'all made up a word, but it's cool. Next pick.
1: Uh, because we're a little bit classier,
0: you know what? Because we got a little bit of class. Okay, first here. of all, you're wrong because That's, I'm one of the good ones, yeah. right? So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> is that what they? Is that what they say? Oh my I'm god. One of the good ones. <laughs> you know what,
1: man. <laughs> This, this is the this is the show we need in this time. <laughs> Brandon, make a pick. Don't make a pick. I don't give a fuck at this point. <laughs> pick a Baron Corbin.
3: All right, that hey, he different. did it. He did
1: it. All right, supposed to the, be different. The New Day versus the Revival for the tag the SmackDown tag titles. Um, I, look, I'm going with the New Day. It I, it almost feels house show is to me, but I'm going with the New Day.
0: Yeah, no, New it's, day. it's Brandon's I,
1: pick, I asshole. I thought you were—I I thought you were one of the good ones. It's Brandon's <laughs> pick.
0: <laughs> See, it's You're like 11. it's like the N word. It's only cool when we say it. Oh damn it! Damn it! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here you are stepping in. It was a white man's turn, and you stepped in front.
0: Of him. <laughs> hey, we got our—we don't gotta wait at different fountains no more. All right, if I going to go first, I will. I'm not sure how much trouble. Like, I feel like we're
1: having fun, but somebody's probably going to yell at me about all of this because. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right, this is jokes. These right. jokes, baby. All right, all right. So, anyway, Brandon, make your pick. On what, Matt? The New Day and the Revival, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the New Day. For now, AJ, you do your thing. Uh, I love New Day, and I never all pick right, against it. Very things. good. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. Brandon, you're first. Is this like Bray Wyatt? Not Actually, hold fiend? on before
0: we, before we get off this. Yes. I just remember something. Have you guys listened to the New Day's podcast? I have not. Okay, so yeah. yes. as you know, I don't listen to any podcasts. I don't even listen to ours. We know um, that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? No, I, know, I devote I'm, my I'm... time and energy. I know what the fucks are on the show. I'm on. <laughs>
1: So <laughs> But as we learned last week, Brandon does listen to the show, which I appreciate. Because yes, he, he got me good it. at the end of the show.
0: <laughs> but, well, particularly
3: uh, if there's a large portion of the show that I'm not on. I like hear to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, I hear you.
0: Thanks. Thanks, buddy. So you the New Days <laughs> podcast is first of all fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. But they did a segment, Glenn, where they talked about uh uh like other names the new day could have been
1: oh that's actually okay you know what i'm i'm in i'm in i'm in that's really no. good that's really good so
0: so that was one thing they did i guess one of the names was the million man ministry what mm-hmm. no. That so bad oh, they talked about they talked about how they first found out that they're going to get a how they were going to be, well, they they pushed the idea for them to be teamed up, and then they they found out, like, when they were getting their ideas, and Vince was like, I got it. They're going to be preachers. And they were all, like, talking about how they were all on the outside, like, wow, yeah, that's going to be good. And on the inside, they're like, no! God.
1: God, that just sounds so awful. Oh, my. Remember, like, how racist it was? Imagine how much more racist it could have been. <laughs> she, and yet they still turned it into perfection. That's how. That's how yes, fucking amazing those guys are. All right. Uh, anyway, Bray Wyatt and The Miz is the match. Brandon, you are first.
3: Is it the the
1: fiend or it's Bray listed, Wyatt? It's listed as Bray Wyatt versus The Miz.
3: I know, but I've, I'm I'm just trying to engage a conversation. Like, I, do you I, think? He's gonna wrestle as Bray Wyatt. Wait, he showed up off as of Bray what Wyatt. we've seen. Yeah, right. That's the first physical action that he's had as Bray Wyatt since The Fiend, right?
0: Yes. You know what that we is- like that wasn't like a cut scene that was like on the jumbotron. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it was the first time we ever saw Bray Wyatt interact with like the actual roster as Bray Wyatt as a member of the roster since he's been on this gimmick. Yes, because when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, that's Bray yeah. Wyatt.
3: Me
1: too. I was th- and it made me think about and now I mean is it for the title or are they just That's fighting? another weird bit where it is not listed currently as a championship match.
3: I mean if it's not for the title I might pick the mid-
1: Well I mean I like I honest to God think that this is almost unfair because I feel like we're all gonna feel the same way. If it's a yeah. championship match, Bray Wyatt's going to win. If it's not a championship match, there's one reason why you put a champion in a non championship match. To lose, correct.
3: So, um, I, dude, I, I, I mean, that's my. Answer.
1: My God, how much charcuterie do you currently have in your mouth?
3: No, no, I'm eating chocolate covered
0: pretzels. Oh, what is going on? Is there is there a fancy <laughs> is there a fancy white people word for chocolate covered pretzels? <laughs>
3: charcuterie.
0: Charcuterie oh <laughs> uh,
1: that's actually perfect that's actually perfect i'm so in favor also what okay, are, are anyway, you are you eating listen. your feelings or something what is going on are you gonna start playing like a dashboard confessional record in the background Pro- probably your hair it's every do you miss oh, do you miss Yikes. cancer that much is that what this is
0: oh. <laughs> damn
1: <laughs>
0: Whoa! Okay. The Cancer Boy's gimmick is over, bro. You can't
1: talk about it. like I'm you. sorry. I'm. I, hopefully, it's over. It better be fucking over. After he dropped you're that bomb on us a couple weeks ago.
3: You're at. You're adding
1: hopefully's to us here. Well, you were the one. You were the one at the end of the show. It's like, I hope I'll be all right. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm good. All right. All right. Everything's all right. fine. All right. Good. Wonderful. Now, your pick is. So your pick is.
3: I'm going to pick The Miz, but I'm going to change my pick if they end up saying this is for the title or it's The Fiend.
1: Okay, I'm fine with that. Uh, AJ? Uh,
0: I think The Fiend is going to win no matter what.
1: Okay, I'm in the same boat as Brandon. If it's a non-title match, it's The Miz. If it's a championship match, then it is Bray Wyatt. Um, uh, Aleister Black versus Buddy Murphy. Uh, AJ, you go first. Uh, Aleister Black.
0: Uh, there's, there's yeah, you yeah, yeah, what are we
1: doing? Yeah, what are we doing? It's Alistair, when was the last right. time
0: Aleister Black had a prominent match in a paper? Right,
1: yeah, no question. It's Alistair Black.
0: Alistair Black.
1: Alright. Obviously. Alright. Uh the Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair for the women's tag team titles. Uh, I am picking first. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors, are the pick. This starts to sow the seeds. Like I guess you can make an argument for uh, you know, fuck, now I'm gonna talk myself into it. I guess mm-hmm. the question is do you do you in starting to split Becky and Charlotte, do you give them like a one month fun run as tag champions, have them lose it at the rumble and that's how they split the setup for a match. The, the problem I have with that is that that's a lot to do while also like not are, are, is Becky also going to be worried about the singles. Cha- God damn. fuck it. You know what? I'm just going to go with it. Becky and fucking Charlotte win here. That's going to, I'm going to make that pick Becky and Charlotte win.
0: Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. It's it's Uh, Brandon. It's Brandon. It's Brandon. Now I will not write anything else on the paper for match of the week this week, other than the Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch. Oh yeah, you know. If you have any other pick, I'm not writing it down. Oh, you've just
1: you're you're saying that you're making management's making the decision this time. (laughs) Management
0: is making the decision (laughs) that the Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte. I mean, uh, Becky Lynch was.
1: This is where I say, I'm sorry I can't help, it's above me, is what I would say. (laughs) It's above me. This is just above me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's
0: it's above me. It's above me.
1: All right. That's fine. I'm not going to fight about it. Uh, Brandon, your pick.
3: Kabuki Warriors.
1: Okay. AJ.
0: Uh, So, uh, they, I think that, I, I like the idea that you present Glenn. I do. But I think you can accomplish the same thing without the Kabuki Warriors losing the I, match.
1: I hear you. I'm really just looking at the four month time frame that we're talking about, right? I know. Like,
0: so my, my idea is Kabuki Warriors win this match dastardly. Okay. Uh, th- but Charlotte and Becky, the feud going in, because you know how they do like feuds up till Royal Rumble when because there's, there's going to be a Royal Rumble. So a lot of people are going to be in that match. I think it's Charlotte and Becky are trying to get the titles off of them the whole time and they keep cheating. And that's the only reason they don't get the titles. And then it sets but the whole time they're building their friendship right. to have it be broken. Okay. At, at Royal Rumble.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, they can do it. you can do it that way. I don't doubt that. I could also see them wanting to do it this way. They always like to treat like the first raw of the year. Yes. as yes. a big night, um, sort of like a pay-per-view light. And especially this yeah. year because um, – I could
0: easily see them win Sunday and then drop it on the first – Right, and
1: that's what I'm thinking I about. I mean, first wrong. I'm thinking about yeah. that. And the other reason I'm thinking about it is because – so there's a – the first Monday of January is the 6th. It is after – so there's no Monday Night Football because the season's over. And there's a week between the college football playoff and the championship game. So there's no football game at all on the first Monday of January. So I can really see them going in on trying to make that a big event night. So that's what I'm thinking about. But uh, I'm the only one making the pick. So that's what it is. Um, All right. And then Rusev versus Bobby Lashley for absolutely nothing. (laughs) It's a tables match. Okay. It's a tables match. You are right about that. But it is for nothing. This is not for a divorce or for... This is for not or for <laughs> Lana. It's for nothing. It's just, ah, the hell with it. Let's do it anyway. Which is only a problem because, again, as I talked about last week... No,
3: no, 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 no. Rusev said that he'll sign the divorce papers if, if he gets, gets a match, match with Bobby Lashley. But,
1: but he doesn't have to win. <laughs> like, he doesn't... He got...
3: It's over. No, I'm just... Yeah, it's over. There's something. That's yeah, fine. All right. I... I I think there's a million ways better they could have done this, but...
1: Well, I, w- I just, you know me, I want more absurd. I want more absurd. Like, I want Lana hanging in a cage or some shit. You know, like, I want it to be that absurd, but that's not what we're getting. Anyway, Brandon, you have the first pick.
3: Do we think this is continuing? Like, is this is is this going to go on for another month and a half?
0: Mm, I don't think so. I think it's run its course, thankfully. If, if it's over,
1: Rusev's winning this match. Well, you got to make your call. (laughs) Rusev. I'm going to pick Rusev. Okay, so you're saying you think it is over, and so Rusev's winning the match. I I don't know. I'm going to go
3: 50-50, but I I think I agree it should be, and I'll say hopefully this is over, Rusev wins. But also, tables, matches are the easiest ways to give uh, heels the win without hurting the face, so there is that. There is Um,
0: that. The greatest one ever was Cody Rose versus Big Show.
3: By the way, we uh, we all know how this is this is ending, right? Uh, Lana's going through that motherfucking table ye- with whoever it is or whatever, like a situation where someone gets thrown through
1: her. I think she's in the, Bobby Lashley's going to
0: spear her through the table.
1: That's the way to do it. That that is the way to do it. That's the best way to tie everything up is to say that she now hates Bobby Lashley because he cared more about beating Rusev than her, and in the process, he yes. put her through a table. That is the best yeah. way to go about doing it.
3: So, that would mean, though, that Lashley wins, right? Because <laughs> it would probably end up with Rusev and Lana through the table together. And that's how they get back together. I'm going to pick Bobby Lashley. Fuck it.
0: All right. Uh, AJ. Uh, can we just... T- Lana... Oh, She makes me hate her. That's, that's her job. That is what she's supposed to do. I know. It's so... Heels don't do that anymore. Like, I genuinely... Like, she's so annoying. And I know she's doing it on purpose. But she's so annoying with everything that she does. It's like, oh, please shut up! Please. Yeah.
1: I, I. By the way, I just I just realized I didn't write any of our picks down. So Brian, Powell, you're in charge of keeping tracks of pick keeping track of picks this week. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, it's just what it is. I just shut realized up Brian, pal. It was always Aaron's job, but Aaron doesn't do it anymore because. Wait. What are the matches we better fucking be getting? All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, um, okay. uh, go ahead, uh, AJ. But- you're.
0: Uh, I think this has run its course. I think that uh, getting Rusev hot right before potentially a uh, U.S. title run for WrestleMania is a good thing. So I'm going to pick Rusev here.
1: I'm going to pick Rusev as well. I agree with everything that AJ just said. All right. Now, here are the matches that we assume we're getting. And so we're just going to pick them anyway. All right. Um, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton in some form or fashion. If If it doesn't happen, we throw it out. Um, AJ, go ahead.
0: Uh, Randy Orton.
1: Um, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Brandon. I'm gonna say
3: Randy Orton. Okay. Um, I don't know if wait, did Randy Orton beat him at WrestleMania? What? When they fought at WrestleMania, who won that match? Was it Randy Orton? I can't remember. Oh, whatever. Uh, I'll pick him anyway. Not this year. Just, like, when they fought. It was, like, two years ago.
1: It was AJ AJ Styles won that match, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. Randy Orton, for sure, then. Okay. The next one. I, I, I'm not really sure if I feel like we're getting this match or not, but Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. Like, I think it's possible that because they literally had him stomp him on the concrete floor that they're going to try to say that Kevin Owens can't compete. On Sunday, because he's selling the the move. But if they do have a match, I will go with Seth Rollins.
3: Yeah, Seth Rollins, because of the AOP.
0: My thoughts exactly. I want to know what their team name is going to be called.
1: I was really waiting. As they walked out on Monday night, I was really waiting for them just to fucking put out the fingers and do the shield thing. I was, like, so prepared. <laughs> I was so prepared for them just to say, fuck it, this is the shield now. Like, and I'm not even sure that I would have hated it so much. Like, there have been plenty of groups that didn't have the original members. And, like, they. I don't know if you just heard, the NWO had 62 members. So, like, I'm not even sure 62. that I would have been angry. I'm not sure I would have been angry if that had been the case. Um, do we think we're getting a Shinsuke Nakamura-Braun Strowman match? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, they should. All right, let's pick a hypothetical match, Brandon. For the title,
0: I would presume. Shinsuke. Um, I think that Shinsuke has had a fantastic Intercontinental title reign. Um, and I think this is this is the perfect time to like. That's how you give Braun Strowman the Intercontinental title. Like you, you don't. It's not a feud going into it, it's really. Like, it's not a build-up. He's just... He should have won the WWE title like this. He's fucking enormous. He's hes the scariest person when he comes out every time. All
1: these things are true.
0: So, you give him the Edo title here, and you can start to have him... Uh, then he gets another month out of his title reign with Shinsuke with another match. And then uh, you start to sow the seeds for him becoming a heel
1: um uh, yeah i mean i'm i'm actually like on board with all that i'm just not ready to pull the trigger i'm not ready to do it um i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with brandon i'm gonna stick with shinsuke i think it all makes sense i'm with you in braun needs a belt i'm with you in all that but i'm just not ready to do it i you know and maybe that's dumb on my part but that's where i'm at all right those are the nine matches we'll pick six of which we know are happening three of which we think could be happening those are the nine matches we'll pick for tlc this weekend when we come back in, uh, former Turp Isaiah Williams just had his uh, WWE tryout over the weekend. We'll chat with him about that and what's ahead for him. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. He's.
0: The main event.
1: AJ yeah. Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Baltimore's favorite bar is just 771 feet from home plate. Sliders Bar and Grill, just steps from Camden Yards, is the perfect sports bar for Ravens and Caps season with all of the games on dozens of TVs. Daily specials include Mexican Monday, Wing Ding Wednesday, Bloody Brunch Sunday, and more with different drink specials every day of the week. Join Sliders for the away Ravens games as well as the home game parties featuring fancy Clancy Pilsner as well as game day food and drink specials. Find out about all of the parties and specials at slidersbaltimore.com. Sliders, one of Baltimore's original, continuously operating bars. Back in here for segment number two of jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, and of course
0: the main event,
1: AJ Francis. Um, there's a couple things we need to deal with, but I'm gonna AJ. This is a guy that you were teammates with uh, once upon a time for like a minute. Um yeah. You you were a freshman.
0: We both went to we both went to Boise Idaho
1: oh right for the, uh, for the for the potato bowl right or whatever the hell it was called at that point humanitarian the humanitarian bowl <laughs> i apologize um did he ever do did you have <laughs> to carry his helmet at any point or is that like more of a position thing
0: it's more of like an nfl thing in the okay. college uh hazing is more uh violent and <laughs>
1: so what did he did he do anything violent or disrespectful to you at any point
0: Uh, no, he wasn't. It was more like, uh, some other guys that were bigger than me and like it
1: takes a lot. It takes a lot. (laughs) Joining us now, former university of Maryland wide receiver and a man who was just down in Orlando for a WWE tryout over the weekend. It's a pleasure to welcome into the show,
4: Mr. Isaiah Williams,
1: Isaiah, what's up, bro?
4: Nothing much, man. I'm just like I said. Just got back from Orlando and uh,
1: really feeling high on life right now. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. All right, before we start talking about what you're doing, um, I have a really important question for you. That's going to solve something that we had to deal with in the first segment of this show. Uh, do you know what charcuterie is?
4: No.
0: God damn it! God damn it! Damn it! <laughs> I really, hey, this? that's a, a, just so you know, that's how white people say meats and cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I did not know
1: how white that term was. I guess I should have because it's literally effing charcuterie, but I it's did nothing, not.
0: It's, dog, until you, I, you had, you looked it up and got the definition of it and then I googled it, I still didn't believe it was a real word. <laughs> right.
1: Right. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that was tough. That was a tough one. But we'll plow forward anyway. <laughs> we'll okay. move on. Um, Isaiah, so t- let's go back, right? Like, we know that you were playing football for a while after your time at Maryland. Um, yeah. You were jumping around a bunch of places. This, this idea of you getting into wrestling, which obviously AJ's doing as well, um, when, did, when did this come to mind for you? Was it something that you always had some sort of interest in? Like, take us through how this became a deal.
4: Um, well, I've always been uh, a lifelong wrestling fan, and I guess I guess that gets kind of cliche because a lot of people say that. But I really have been a r- lifelong wrestling fan. In fact, wrestling was my first love before football. I just kind of played ball because I was athletic enough to do it. Um, but back then, it was really kind of. I always thought it was really tough uh, to get into the business. I don't think. Um, I think the first season of Tough Enough came out sometime when I was probably in like the probably like the, the seventh grade or something like that. So um, we, you didn't really know uh, much about wrestling outside of the fact of what was going on on Monday nights, Thursday nights, Sundays, and that, and that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, like I, I always wanted to get involved in wrestling, and I think I didn't start taking it serious until my second year with the Arizona Cardinals. <clears throat> I was there with, uh, who's now Bar- Baron Corbin, uh, but his name then was Tom Prescott. Oh, wow. Tom. Yeah, Tom Prescott. And it was funny because we were just off-season lifting, and <clears throat> I was lifting with him and, and, and John Lott, who also who knew Stone Cold Steve Austin or Steve Williams, I guess, when he knew him, before he went to the USWA. And there was just one day where we were just talking about wrestling. We must have talked about it for like five hours. Uh, and I never would have thought that, you know, Tom would go on to become King Baron Corbin, you know, do as well as he's doing, uh, which I think is great. Uh, I, and I take my hat off to him. He's had a lot of success. Um, but uh, I also got another guy that I knew, uh, who I was really good friends with, who actually got me my shot, or at least, you know, through my work, my name around uh, with the Arizona Cardinals was uh, was Dean, yep. uh, who who goes by the name of Mojo Riley. So he was the one who kind of got me into Arizona uh, to you know extend my career with football a little bit longer, and uh, you know he, he got into WWE and he was the first one. He said, Isaiah, hey, you know, he knew I loved wrestling from 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 college. You know, everyone knew I was a big wrestling fan. So he said, Man, we, we they would love to have you out here because you you know you know all this stuff. You're extremely athletic, and I I went out for my first tryout." in 2016. Um, and in that trial, the first 20 minutes, uh, I think I suffered, I, I'm still this day, I'm not sure if it was an LCL sprain or a meniscus sprain, but in any event, I could not continue Jesus. after the first 20 minutes. Yeah, and I had played football for, I think at that point, maybe 13, 14 years, never had a knee injury. And the first 20 minutes of this wrestling workout, you know, my knee, my knees out. So obviously it was, it was a heartbreaking experience. Uh, but I did get a chance to cut a promo. Uh, and they, they liked it a lot. And they said I would come back. That was almost a little over three and a half years ago. And uh, I was able to come back finally uh, this past weekend. And uh, I don't know how I, – I thought it went pretty well. I got a lot of good feedback. But, uh, you know, obviously with, with these types of things, you just kind of – you got to wait for the feedback and find out, you know, where they went. Yep. With.
0: You're going to wait – te- I'm going to
4: tell you from personal experience, brother, you're going to wait two months before they tell you what they did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm prepared to do all that. You know, I'm not going to stop, you know, working sure. out is something I do anyway. It's funny because right now I'm a fitness model, right? So that's that's kind of what I do. I picked up and moved to, to LA. I want to say a month ago uh, to take it more serious. Um, but I have been in, you know, some pretty good some pretty good magazines with Men's Health, Muscle and Fitness, those kind of things. So I, I can stay in shape. That's that's pretty much what I do, uh, regardless. But listen, I. Um, to, to, to get a chance to wrestle, I think would be a, a dream come true.
1: And similarly, AJ, you were in a lot of magazines like Fat Guys Anonymous and. Uh, yeah,
0: I was in a lot of magazines. Double XL, Pro Wrestling Insider, Missed Me in the Magazine. All right. right. Any, any more one-liners out of you, Clay? I'm working on some. I'm gonna have funny.
1: I promise you. I'm on Isaiah's side, and you know I am. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it works. So, okay. So this is interesting, right? Because like AJ goes the route. Like he's obviously in, an insane person who's uh, like killing himself in matches with Alex Ocean and bleeding out of his effing head because he's like, yeah. he's a nut job. You're right. going the route of, like, you know, staying in touch with the WWE but not really, like, doing the indie thing. Um, what, what's the thought process in in w- the way that you're going about it, obviously, as opposed to AJ, who clearly has a few screws loose in his man- mind?
0: Yeah, that's all true. Well, I mean, go, go go, AJ. No, I was saying that's all true. I'm a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: So, I mean, I've seen some of the stuff that AJ, AJ's doing now. AJ, AJ's, he's a wild man. We're all kind of wild in our own ways. Yeah. Uh, Maryland, you know, in order to, in order to get into a Maryland like your application, you you gotta have a screw loose it too. Um But with me with WV right now, uh, like I said, it was something that kind of it kind of bounced in. It, w- it was funny because I, they sent me uh, they sent me the invitation. I want to say about four months ago to let me know that I was going to be invited, but I never saw it. You know, it was I was at the gym and uh, looking for a uh, looking for the receipt to the membership I just bought at one of the gyms out here in LA. Uh, because they couldn't find me in the system and they were like, listen, Isaiah, tomorrow's the last day to RSVP. So all this is really, really, really new. You know, I had two weeks to prepare for this workout and, you know, it, and I, like I said, I still think it went really, really well. Um, but what, what I'll have to do going forward, uh, as far as if I, if it is going to be an independent, uh, wrestling promotion or, you know, if it's going to be one of the schools out here, that, the, the, one of the many schools out here that are, you know, that could help me prepare me help to help yeah, the, in, in. yeah. So I'm um, right now, I haven't, you know, I, I really haven't got a chance to sit down and see how I was going to map this thing out. But, um, obviously, <clears throat> you know, you got to, in a lot of things, you'll, sometimes you have to take a lot of different avenues to get to, to get to where you want to go. And, um, yep. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just feel like I just put a good foundation down with, with WWE, and I, and I'll look to hear back from, you know, whatever it is that they, they think I should work on or what it was going to take to get me in there. And then from there, you know, it'll, it'll be on me uh, about where I'll, I'll take the ball from that point.
0: And, and you, uh, you so you went to the tryout. You did your tryout again um, as somebody who was at the tryout. I know what day did they have y'all do promos?
4: We did promos the Thursday, so it was different this time. The first tryout we did it the, the last day of the uh, the last day of the tryout. This time we we kind of came in um, and the first thing we did we went right to promos. So we went to promos and then from there was workouts and then they kind of like you know snuck some stuff in uh, throughout the oh, workout okay. as far as character cool. development and all that kind of stuff.
0: So, like, uh, so that's cool because on mine, we did a whole workout day. And then the second day after all the workouts, we did promos. Wow. Um, And so, but the reason I brought it up is, my question is, did you come with one prepared? Because I did, and I had the best promo of anybody there. But so many people just came there trying to wing it. And A, I mean, yeah, you might be good enough to do it. But if you're not elite at winging it, you're going to flounder. So how did yeah. you do it? And what did you do?
4: Well, let me say this. Uh, without, without you know, giving too much information about what, what happened, because I don't know how sensitive they are about all the information. I, I did not prepare one. Um, I don't want to say that uh, I was a little overconfident. I just felt like the first one I, had get, I gave, uh, it was one that I prepared uh, maybe within, you know, Maybe, maybe an hour of, of giving it the first time around. It went well, you know. So uh-huh. I figured, ah, Isaiah, you know, I didn't, I noticed that what worked for me was to really just try to come from a place that was real, um, versus trying to like think of one because then you, you know, I always felt like if I'm on my feet thinking about stuff, you know, you run a risk of, of, of sounding disingenuous and also getting lost in the middle of a promo, you know, and it's not like you get a whole lot of time, you get a minute, right? So, uh, or maybe yeah. even less than that. So, uh, I didn't want to do that, so but I did come in. I, I remember it was funny because right before they called a, a couple of got, a couple of sets before they called me, I'm like, oh, I'm ready for this. I just hope they just call me now. So they called me, and I get up there, and I think like I'm starting this thing out, but I'm noticing that it's just not going the way I wanted to go, and I you know I gotta get lost. And I didn't, I don't think I really you know I didn't put my best foot forward with the promo. Um, and I think really for myself with dealing with it because I don't think I have an issue with character or being able to to speak in front of people. I was a communications major at Maryland. It just it, I just think for myself, uh, promo wise, it just it's it's just gonna um, it's just gonna take me to find out what what I'm most comfortable with, as far as how I'm gonna go about preparing for it, and then being able to give it, you know, at any given moment. I, I think that that just comes with time, you know. So yeah, so that was, and you that just was have to have a character. This See, the
0: thing is, I already have a wrestling character; it's just me as the rapper. So I don't right. like being the person, being the character that I already am. They always say. You gotta be yourself. Turn up to eleven. That's basically what I've done, pretty much, with my whole Frank wrestling character is the entire time. But like, you have to find that character, and when you have that character, it makes working those promos way easier because you know what your message is every single time you step up to the mic. Yeah.
1: Isaiah, could you give us could you give us a taste of what you did, or is that like you know one of those things you're like I don't know if they want me doing that?
4: Yeah. Well, to be honest, like they don't like it's. They may not. Okay. No
1: worries, dude. We're we're not
4: trying.
1: I promise you, we're not not trying to get you in trouble. I promise you that. He's Isaiah Williams. He's with us here on uh, jobbing out after he had his tryout over the weekend. So, but look. So going back to what you're saying before, though, like you, is this the like I hell bent? I want to be. I want to do this. Like you know, I know that AJ's felt that way. Like I, this is what I want to do. Where he once he decided that was the time. Like I'm not even bother listening to calls from the NFL anymore. I want to do this. Is, is is that how you are? Like you, your dreams are. I want to, you know, be at WrestleMania. I want to be in a faction with AJ and Mojo, and we can, you know, call it some stupid turtle reference or whatever we do with it. Like, is that is that the dream that you've had? That you're saying I'm hell bent on making that happen at this point?
4: I would I would say so. I mean, I, I can't say that. I mean, you know, everything everything kind of happens differently. And I want to say the best way I can go about describing my feelings with wrestling at this point is. Again, it, it wasn't something that I thought was like a possibility up until, like I said, 2013, uh, when I had that conversation with, with, with Barron. You know, even then I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think, you know, that he was really going to go do it, you know, and then he, and then they went on, they did. And, and now him and Mojo have been doing it now, you know, you know, six, seven years, uh, and, uh, or maybe yeah, almost a decade. Yeah, almost a decade. So it's like, and i and I see them on TV and it becomes a possibility. Right. So then I get to this tryout, you know, and of course, like my mind is, you know, it's all over the place. I love wrestling. Don't get me. Wrong. I walk through the door and you see the logos, you see the chairs, you know, you just see this really amazing wrestling culture. Everyone's in there, and knows about wrestling. You have these amazing conversations about wrestling that at one point I thought I could only have my brother. Because me, me and both my brother are, amazing, are like outstanding wrestling fans. We'll talk about it for hours on end. So anyway, we're, I just I remember just getting just stepping through the ropes was like a magical experience. Right. And then, uh, you know, we're going through the drills and stuff like that. And it was very quick, like, you know, the first day, you know, just, just lacing up my shoes and, 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 and stepping between the ring. I was just like, this is something, you know, that I should be, I, that I want to do every day, you know? And I think the, the longer I was there and not that it took longer, cause it didn't take any time at all. It was like, this is what I should be doing. This is what I want to do. And I am completely convinced that this is, you know, this is what I'm going to put my energy at, uh, uh, going forward. So, and, uh, and, and I, and I think, I, I think, for the most part, that people are able to see that, you know, and yeah. that, and, and and hopefully that'll help me get get me through the door.
1: That's dope, man. That's really dope. Yeah. That's dope. All right. So, so what's the faction name for for the three of you? Right? Like when you guys are all like, you know, working out together. When it's you, <laughs> Mojo, and AJ. Like, what's the what's the ideal faction name? AJ, you got to chime in too, obviously.
4: Right. I well, mean, I'm not, I don't I'm mean, thinking, what, what I'm would we even we go with. I'm not even sure. I'm not even. Sure. I don't know if we would want to reference. Uh, the, the, the Maryland, uh, connection the Maryland thing? As as we, I, yeah, think, yeah, I think yeah, I, yeah, I got an idea.
0: It's, uh, it's obviously, you know, the famous, you know, tortoise in the hair. You know what I'm saying? Slow right, and steady right, wins right. the race, right? Yes. What if our crew name was called Smooth and Steady? Ah. ah I love
4: oh, that. Look at him. Oh, guy. <laughs> That would work. I mean, it depends on how we can go out to make it work, but that, that damn shit would sound cool. That
1: sounds cool. It sounds real cool. You're right about yeah. that. Dude. It sounds real cool. I'm with you. that's
4: something I'm gonna write
1: down. I like that's that man. Going down, I all right, hey Isaiah, what can we what can we plug for you, dude? You know, um are you on social media places? Obviously you you know, you're you're posing all these magazines. Where can people be following you? Um, just Maryland fans that wanna catch up as they wait to see what's happening for you in your wrestling career.
4: Um, well, I am. I, I am currently on social media. The only, I have Facebook. Obviously, I'm down there as Isaiah Williams. Uh, my Instagram name I go under Ahmad Midas. Ahmad being my middle name. Midas just being a gimmick I came up with before I even thought about wrestling. I was I just thought that would be. Uh, I mean, it works pretty well, right up, well for wrestling too, yeah. bro. <laughs> right, right, right. So, if you wanted to plug me with that, it is. My, my Instagram is Ahmad A H M A D underscore Midas One. Uh, and on there, uh, my latest post—it would be one of the, one of the photos from the, the last W tryout, But most of it's fitness; it's fitness oriented, and obviously, uh, model oriented.
1: That's awesome, so, so, man. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, so um, this is the last one we have to do because uh, you don't understand. This will be important between uh, with, with Brandon. Um, you spent time with both the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Which is the um, uh, greater than sign as far as organizations go?
4: Uh, well, understand that. Uh, just, I'm a little biased because I've, I've got, I grew up uh, a huge Steelers fan. Oh, uh, son of a, a bitch! My, <laughs> my, uncle, my, my uncle was a Steelers fan, but listen. They're both top tier organizations, ah, as you can see. Damn it! Uh, but if I had to, if I had to pick, I would definitely, I would definitely say the Steelers. No. I, I love the Steelers. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, definitely, definitely feels like home oh, in yeah. Pittsburgh. And their fans out in Pittsburgh, man, they're, they're, they're second to none. Well, yeah. I really,
1: I really enjoyed having you for the very last time here on Jobbing Out, Isaiah. <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Um uh, awesome to catch up with you, bro. Uh best of luck as as you move forward with this, dude, and 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 really appreciate you taking the time for us this week. Always, man. Thanks for having me. All right, that was dope. Thanks to Isaiah. AJ, we gotta run, but um I mean that's fucking cool as shit. Like that's that's yeah. really cool, man.
0: It's really dope that uh uh so many Maryland guys are getting the opportunities that they're getting.
1: No doubt, man. No doubt. It's cool as hell. All right, uh get your plugs in because I know you gotta run.
0: Uh, yeah, so you can uh, follow me on all social media at AJFrancis410. Once again, that is at AJFrancis410. Oh, I'm going to be on the road a lot uh, next couple weeks traveling around, so stay tuned. I might be – I'm already in the works. trying to work some shows in San Jose and San Diego and Vegas while I'm there. So, um, awesome. Yeah, just hit me
1: up. All right, when we come back in, Aaron will join us. we got more to talk about. Uh, I'm Glenn, he's Brandon, and he's – the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing
4: Out Respect. It's more than a word. In the U.S. Army, it is one of our core values, earned through selfless service to our nation and making a difference both at home and abroad. On the Army team, respect is earned daily. And now, in addition to earning respect, you may earn up to $40,000 in bonuses if you qualify. To learn more, visit goarmy.comslash bonus or call 1 800 USA Army, paid for by the U.S. Army.
1: All right, back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Clinton is back, and now Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun joins us as well. What's going on with you, sir? How are you?
2: Oh, I'm doing well, doing well.
1: All right. Well, we have uh, already made our picks, so we'll run through that quickly with you in a second. The one thing that we didn't really get to talk about during the picks segment, however, that I wanted to cover, um, just because we spent so much time talking about it last week, very thankful, and when, when I'm nervous about something and they get it right, I'll give them credit. I appreciate the fact that as weird as it was... They didn't do the thing we all assumed they were going to do last week with Seth Rollins, where they were going to literally end up doing the thing that Kevin Owens had just said, there's no way that I'll, I'll like, there's no way you could trick me into this, and then they tricked him into it anyway, which I just thought would have been fucking awful. I actually appreciate the fact that they still saw it through, still got the heel turn completed, and didn't make Kevin Owens look completely stupid in the process.
2: Is, is Kevin Owens the first face not to look stupid? I mean, like, quite he, possibly. Like he actually watches the show. <laughs> right, right,
1: Like, It's nice to know that a professional wrestler has paid attention to professional wrestling at some point. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's all I can say about it is, um, it's still clunky, it's still weird, right? Like, it's not all figured out perfectly, but how much worse would it have been if they had just done what we all thought they were going to do a week ago where they had gotten to the pay-per-view, made the match happen again, and literally the thing that Kevin Owens said couldn't possibly happen to him would have been exactly what would have happened.
2: Yeah, it, okay. it would have been awful. I do, I, I'm i curious about because, I mean, I know they've kind of gone away from it, but there was a while there where, you know, the stomp actually kind of put you out for a little bit, and that stomp on concrete hypothetically should keep him out. So I'm not exactly sure you know, how, how much they're going to drag that out if they're going to you know, make Kevin Owens go away for a few weeks and then come back around the we, Rumble. We, so
1: li- yeah, we referenced that during the pick segment. Like We actually picked some matches that were still hypothetical at this point, um, yeah. and so we we like picked that as a potential match. But I said I think it's plausible that we don't see Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins on Sunday night because of exactly what you're talking about that they want to have him sell getting stomped on the concrete floor, and that manages to push it off. The problem being, like, what are you pushing that off to? Are you pushing it off to the Rumble? Because it's a non-title match. Do you really need another non-title match on the Rumble card? Are you pushing it off to try to create, like, a Super Raw at the beginning of January the way that we've seen in the past?
2: I would would lean towards the latter right now, but... We'll see. I, I'm curious about it. I, I I hope they don't have a match on Sunday. I think that would be really disappointing if you do a stomp on concrete and then it's like, oh hey, I'm back.
1: Right. Everything's but, just fine. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Um. For both. There's, you-
3: there's also there's also the weird thing going on where they're kind of like, um, still putting Seth Rollins in face matches in the dark match. Like it was like him oh. and the Viking Raiders versus the Club.
1: Are you for so real? Like, wait. 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 They did that on Monday.
3: Yeah. Really? It, yeah, it's it's that's kind of a weird bit, right? What like, the?
2: fuck? That's, that's insane. That's legitimately insane. You have Randy Orton Unless like, Maybe there. it was last Monday. Okay, that and would make that way more sense. Monday. That yeah, would make a little more sense. That would make <laughs> yeah.
1: way more sense than if it had been if they had done that this Monday after they literally had just turned him heel ten minutes
2: beforehand <laughs> and, and, no. and had him talk about the crowd being awful. Off last Monday. <laughs> All right. Okay. I think last Monday. Okay. My-
3: my shows are all running together because I watched them all in like one day. Oh so,
1: God. All right. Thank yeah. you Christ. Aaron, I did also want to get your thoughts, um, you know, because we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. Are you, are you at all nervous about how quickly they've turned to Jericho versus Moxley? Um, are you, I've, I've read more opinions from people suggesting that that might've been panicked based on them losing a couple weeks worth of ratings that, okay, well, this is these are the two biggest stars that happen to also be the two biggest WWE stars that we have. And ideally, that's not something that you want to do so quickly. You want to kind of leave that out there. Are you at all concerned that they
2: went to it this quickly? You know, I'm not concerned about it, but it was something. Remember, kind of, we were talking about Kenny Omega a few weeks ago, and we're like, yeah we understand what they're try we we think we're they're trying to do with kind of the slow build. You break them down so you can build them back up. And I pointed out, okay, but you're now in a situation where Cody and possibly Moxley are your only really top faces, and that's going to be it's not a problem. It's going to be not the best look going forward. And they've kind of stepped into that. I don't think it's a panic move. I think it's a we have a plan. Uh, uh, again, I think the plan is Kenny, but I think they're just dragging it out way too long. I, um, I For agree. better or for worse.
1: So so they've committed to they're going to do a quarterly pay-per-view, right? They're committed to yes. there will be four pay-per-views. The problem is we just don't know where the fourth one falls in line, right? Like, it would seem to be logical that it would be early spring since you have, you know, the pay-per-view on Memorial Day weekend. You would want it to be separated yeah. somehow, so, like, maybe early March you know, late. Yeah, late February, February, early March right, makes some, a lot of sense. Something along those lines. So with that in mind, sure, like if if the plan is to get the Memorial Day before you pull the trigger on Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, like uh, okay, that that works to me. The I, I think the issue that I have is that you're not talking about a three month fucking build to get to that match. Like that's a long way to go to start selling Mox versus Jericho. If you're not going to get to a pay-per-view until the end of March or the or the end of February, or the beginning of March.
2: Well, the, you know they're getting through this. I, I still think we're you know we're getting that we're getting the bash of the beach. So I think we're getting something there. So the real build, quote unquote, won't start until mid-January. Also, why you is know, everyone
1: why is everyone obsessed with December 18th? Why is everyone loading up December 18th?
3: Because, because it's the uh, it's the biggest day before Christmas that, that people the, will watch TV.
2: Well, Christmas they're not. Ha- well, I, right. I, I get they're not, not having right. a show. I don't, doing, I, I I don't know if
3: AEW is having a show. But like, well, what? no. But though no, But think about it. it's the week before Christmas, so the ads are going to be like really heavy.
1: That that are that they more week. heavy on that week than they are on the 11th? I would think like on the what? 11th you would have more time to sell something as an advertiser.
3: No, because the Saturday before Christmas is the biggest shopping day of the year. Like, I, I used to work at malls. No, like, I know. I mean, I,
1: I'm aware. I just think that you want to have more bang for the time, right? Like, if you're assuming that people aren't – like, in, in today in advertising is different than it was, you know, once before. So, like, I, maybe you're right I, about that. I, I'm just <laughs> telling there, you right now. It's
3: just, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a big advertising day. I, I think that's I think why that, they're
2: pushing – that might be it. It's, it's also they're doing this because this is all right. Here's our big thing and we're going away for two weeks.
1: Yeah. I thought they were doing a show on New Year's Eve. They are, but, but they're they, all taped, they,
2: they, right? They're they're doing a show, but no one's caring about a New Year's
3: show. They're all going right. to be taped shows, from what I understand, for yeah. the holiday weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, that so, would
2: be that would be New Year's Day.
1: day. Yeah, that would be New Year's Day. Yeah. So it'd be more plausible. But that isn't that their Bash at the Beach thing, isn't that when they're doing the Miami? I thought
2: that was I thought that was the next week. I could be I could be wrong. I
1: thought the next week. Was so wait,
3: was days, is is but. AEW also pushing that date?
1: Yeah, both NXT and AEW are driving the eighteenth. I, I know party. NXT is, but yeah, what, NXT what, starters. What what they announced um, oh, Jericho Jungle Boy. Yeah, Jericho Jungle Boy. They announced like they skipped right past this Wednesday in all yeah. of all of their promotion and skipped right to the eighteenth. Like both shows did. Um, and I don't okay. know. Maybe- well, no,
3: no, no, no. Both shows didn't. Well you Do think Do you that- see what's on NXT this
1: week? Uh no.
3: Keith Lee versus um, Oh this is the triple threat. Right. Right. That's this
1: true, is the, the triple, the, the triple that's a threat.
2: Big to set, fucking match. But but it's to set up the eighteenth. Right. It's it to is, set up a
1: but, championship but match it, next just week. Skip
3: it. they included a, I I mean, that's as good of a main event well, as they're I mean, gonna get. It's great. I'm not disagreeing right?
1: that it's great. It is a great main event, but it's clearly like the big thing they're pushing is the eighteenth. <laughs> they're driving the eighteenth and in the process <laughs> getting well, a fucking great I match know. out of it this week. Yeah. Like so the yeah, argument might be that once NXT started zeroing in on the eighteenth then AEW said, well, if they're going to fucking announce that they've got a championship match on the 18th, then we better have a fucking championship match on the 18th, too. Yeah, but right? if they're
3: pushing but they don't, Jericho they don't and have... Jungle Boy, is that really, well, like, nobody's, gonna, on... nobody's
1: buying into the idea that Jungle Boy's going to be Jericho, sure. Like, that's but,
2: not... And that's not even a title match, right? It's not? Yeah, it's because a... they, there's this big... Because I'm still of the the opinion that the ranking system... I, I put this out on Twitter, I got a lot of blowback from it, that, like... It's a really bad look if you're doing this. You know, you debut this ranking system in November, and then all of your title matches after have nothing to do with the ranking system. But then I got a bunch of blowback of it. That I that's mean, you're not, not here or there. But, this but, is, but the one on, response this I, is... I got was, oh well, this isn't a title match coming up.
1: I I mean I haven't I don't I don't remember that being the case. But I'm not telling you you're wrong. I can't say that with certainty. I, I, I
2: I've been it it apparently is not. It is definitively not a title match now. Who knows? Fucking change between now and then. I, say, I, would... I thought this was on the 11th, and I was thinking, oh well, Jungle Boy's gonna roll him up, and he's gonna get the title match the, the following 18th. week. But no, then they... I found out, oh, it's on the 18th. Itself, right,
1: so. right. Like they were pushing <laughs> for the 18th. It's a strange. Yeah. It's all very strange to me, man. Like it's all very yeah. strange how that's worked out with the 18th. Um, yeah. All right. What else uh, for both of you before we have Aaron make his picks for the week? What else uh, has jumped out at you most over the course of the last week that, that we need to talk about?
2: X-Pac is apparently one of the most elite wrestlers in the
1: history of the world. By the way, um, if I, uh, Aaron, because we did this exercise earlier, uh, between WWE, WWF, WCW, and New Japan, how many total members have there been in the NWO? 57. You're not bad. That's not bad. (laughs) It ain't bad, dude. It ain't bad. Uh, 62 is the number Mm. 62 yeah, members. It's,
2: it's a ridiculous
1: amount. 62 members of the NWO. I saw you like the points that you were making that like X Pac is not as significant as other um and or is as significant, <laughs> equally as significant yeah. as other members. I think I think we know two things. One, the WWE wants to do it because frankly it's their way of making like the NWO their own thing. Like it's partially right. rewriting history. So that, like, well, these were our NWO guys, right? Like, right. It's, it's definitely partly that. The other part of it being, I don't think it's so absurd because you can fall back on, like, the original NWO in the process. I don't think it's so absurd <laughs> that it ends up being comical that they're doing it this way. What's going on in the
2: background there? I don't know. Hey,
1: uh, Brandon's at a five star restaurant, apparently.
2: Apparently. <laughs> Just, I'm. I'm-
1: Oh, ooh, important que- this is an important <laughs> question, Aaron. Do you know what charcuterie is? Uh,
2: I mean, sort of. Congratulations, <laughs> you might
1: be black. <laughs> like, we found out earlier in the show.
3: Uh, I don't think that maybe Jewish people don't like charcuterie.
1: Maybe that's it. That might be the case. Although Aaron's not really Jewish, as we all know. Like He's not really Jewish. When does Hanukkah anyway, start, Aaron?
2: The twenty Second? Yeah, you don't he say wasn't. that. With, sure. Yeah, no conviction I have, whatsoever. I the 21st or 22nd. I, I couldn't remember if that was the first day or first night. Actually, in,
1: in fairness, there might be an argument from some Jews that that makes him more Jewish, that he doesn't know exactly what honor. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Um.
2: Anyways, so so the x like, I, I'm not angry about everything. It's just funny that, that like... There's no real reason to put X Pac in there. Like he wasn't one. I mean, he was one of the first, but there were three before. He was the sixth member, which is weird because he's actually the seventh if you count NWO Sting. But for whatever reason, they don't count NWO Sting. But yes, DiBiase and the Giant were both before six. But it's 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 just you know it's one of those things, and he was only there for like ten months or something like that. But anyway, so that's just funny for me. The other thing is here's the interesting thing. You could make a compelling case that Sean Waltman on his own deserves to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, the 123 kid was was responsible for the biggest moment on Raw in the first four years of Raw, arguably. Like, you can make a strong case for the 123 kid, Sean Waltman, going in. Is he going to be the. First three-time Hall of Famer. I mean, at this
1: point, I think that they will think about that and purposely not put Sean Waltman in individually because of that very reason,
2: or at least wait until
1: like it once. But like, then, why
2: is he in the NWO? Like that—that's the. It doesn't really make sense because to because they him in like
1: there. Sean Waltman because he's buddies with Triple H. Like that's the well, reason. That's a, then, then
2: what's going to stop it from going in again? Because they'll induct the. You induct know Three uh, uh, X-Factor induct.
1: I mean, what, what'll happen is once Evolution goes in and yes. Rick has gone in for a third time, then right. maybe they'll think about putting Sean Waltman in by himself, right? Like, that's the yeah. way this will go. Somebody else right. will go in for a third time, and it's most likely going to be Rick because yeah. it'll most likely be Evolution because that, you know, of course, wank, 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 that'll definitely be the way that they go about doing it. Um of course. But but like that once that happens, they'll think about right. it. Now the other thing too is what you're bringing up is, is partially in context, right? Like what you would say is, well, if fucking, you know, you know, Kamala is in the Hall of Fame, yeah. then how is you know Sean Waltman not in the Hall well, of Fame? It's
2: it's more why is this happening exactly? Like what's so so I've always been of the opinion I don't care who goes in, this is just you know, there until there's an actual Hall of Fame. It's just a TV show. Ceremony yes. doesn't matter. They put people out there who they think is going to draw. Sean Waltman does nothing for the NWO. No. No one's going to no, the but it, ceremony. But so it doesn't like, why? It's the, weird. But you it's know weird. the it's answer. Not
1: like like It's just weird. You can answer your own question. He's going in because he's friends with Triple H. Like that's yes. it. That's the end of the story. He's friends with Triple yeah. H oh, okay. and he happened to be part of the NWO and so he gets to go in with the NWO too. Like, that, that's figure. it. That's the end. In- like, we're all smart enough to know that. And, yeah. And and it's not... Let's, r- let's be honest. The only reason Shawn Michaels
3: isn't in this is because it was so ridiculously fringe.
1: Right. Like, if right. he was in o you know, oh, for, like, three more months, he yeah, would be in this too. thousand Probably. percent correct. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, they might still put the click in also. They might still yes. figure out a way oh, to put the th- click in I'm at some point. I'm pretty
2: sure they're putting the click in at some point. Correct.
1: So, like, I mean, it's just what it is. I'm not... Yeah. I'm not... No, not objectable. I find it funny. I, I, I actually agree with Brandon. If it was Shawn Michaels, like, we would have reason to say, okay, this is a joke. With X-Pac, it's not that it's a joke. It's just more like, okay, really? Like, you just sort of roll your eye and say, Yes. Like,
3: right, like... Well, the, weird, the weirdest part is, like, okay, so X-Pac went in with DX last year, right? right? Yeah. So, it's not that he had to go in because he's in. Right. So, like, like I, I was about to say, like, this feels forced, just so they can get him in. But he's already in. Right.
1: No. it but, so, it, but it's
2: just like it's, it's silly. Is what it it's is. It's silly weird and it's silly. But it's it's a, it's a
3: it's a TV show that wants
1: Hulk Hogan on, essentially. Yeah, correct. They want right. Hulk and I mean, like the end, and they want to play the NWO music, and they you know, like they want to do something. Sell a bunch it. of shit. Exactly right. Yeah. right. Like, like that's what they want to do. And they didn't
2: need Xbox for
1: that. Of course, so you don't funny. need Xbox for any of that. But Xbox is going to be there. Like this is there. He's going to be there WrestleMania weekend anyway. And he's friends okay. with Triple H. Well,
3: then, I, and since X Pac is part of this, then I, we needed to talk about. There is one glaring omission then,
1: like just from the NWO. Yeah, who
2: hundred percent should be part well, of this? Well, Bischoff. Yes, <sighs> Bischoff but should there, be part of this. I, I think there's a reason that they're not. Don't forget, this is also way earlier than usual. Usually, we don't get hear about this till Rumble weekend. There are going to add people in or something. Well. They might, they're waiting to. I think they're waiting on Bischoff to see what happens. They don't want to announce Bischoff now and then have him sign with AEW in a month. Oh, right. Oh, that's interesting. Well, or, or they've already made a,
3: d- like, maybe with whatever the fallout was of whatever they did with him working for SmackDown, maybe they're just going to put him in the Hall of Fame on his own um and that's part of of of
1: yeah hey like look just go sort of
3: making nice and for that was happened, and that you know? was
1: why he was so unwilling to talk shit about wwe after he got fired yeah, yeah like
3: I, I also I, i'll say this i also would say and we don't need to go down the rabbit hole about that whole circumstance but i just want to say i don't believe that maybe they were that at odds On that. Yeah, that might be true too. I I think maybe he realized he was in over his head with whatever the expectation was and was kind of like oh fuck and or, I, I, or he just I,
1: didn't like working for vince felt, at this point <laughs> like, I
3: mean, by the way by the way people were publicly um reacting to this It felt a lot more amicable than we might want to believe yeah as i mean that's, who, that's
1: plausible yeah. too that's totally plausible I mean, who, who knows right. i mean but, right all right aaron yeah. uh, i'm just gonna run the matches by you. you give me your pick real quick all right um yep, yep. uh reigns corbin Reigns, uh new day revival
2: I'm going to go with New Day, but that could go
1: either way. Bray Wyatt, The Miz, and because we don't know if this is a championship match or not, we will give you the caveat that you can, like, choose, hey, if it ends up being a championship match. Like, you can make two picks here.
2: Bray, Wy- Bray Wyatt, either way. I just af- After we run through this, can we really quickly talk about the Bray Wyatt thing? It's interesting. Sure. But, yes, Bray sure. Wyatt, either
1: way. Sure, we'll probably t- we talked about it a little bit, but, yeah, we can do that.
2: Uh, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy. Alistair Block.
1: Kabuki Warriors, Becky and Charlotte.
2: I'm going to go with co- the correct answer is Kabuki Warriors. I'm a little afraid they screw this up, but the correct answer is Kabuki
1: I don't know that they screwed it up. My theory is they, they pull the trigger at Becky and Charlotte so that when I, when I throw out that idea of a Super Raw, that they have yeah. a rematch and that's Super Raw and that's, that's how they start the wheels in motion to an ultimate WrestleMania
2: match. Um, and i think that's wrong don't don't do that to the Kabuki warriors but you've already done it for 2 weeks and,
1: so whatever. and and you're going <laughs> to give it right back to them like you're going to give the ti- them Man, the title. that's
2: I, it's not a great I, they you were so hot and then it's like you're going to have them lose losing is not they're good. losing to losing charlotte to, flair and becky lynch like i understand that but then it's like okay so you're you know two people can team up and be. I, I don't know. I, I think you had fine. something special there. Uh, and I, I don't. I wouldn't have messed I'm, I'm the But only they've one. already messed around with it, so whatever.
1: I'm the only one who made the pick. Uh, Rusev and Bobby Lashley.
2: Oh, God. See, the, the question is, are they going to try to stretch this out That's longer? definitely the question. Millions and millions of hits. You know what? Bobby Lashley, because uh. they're going to stretch this out longer.
1: Uh, and these are hypothetical. AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Uh, if there ends up being a Seth Rollins Kevin Owens match,
2: Seth Rollins. And if but there, I don't believe there's going to be a match.
1: And a hypo- I don't think so either. And a hypothetically, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura Braun Strowman.
2: Oh, um, I did, uh, Boy, I, I'll go Shinsuke, but I, I, that one popped out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: hypothetically. Been, yeah, that's what we're saying. It's yeah. hypothetical. There have been some rumors yeah. about that being on the card. So, huh. that's
2: uh, the, yeah, I mean, I, I Shinsuke defends the title, but the other thing way, Braun, Braun coming out of nowhere would scare me a little bit. Uh, that but,
1: and that's the thing. Uh, that's why AJ picked Braun. But again, it might not happen. So it might not yeah. matter. We know the Viking Raiders are going to have a match. We did not pick this earlier. Uh, we have since learned that they're going to have a match. We don't know yeah. who it's going to be against. Uh, a lot of people seem to think it would be the O.C., would be the that choice. would be my guess. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna leave it. We're just gonna leave it. We've got nine potential matches. Yep. We picked what we picked. That's what it is. So we're just gonna leave it alone. All right. Uh, what did you want to touch on before you got a roll?
2: Uh, just the Bray thing. It's really, you know, obviously this is the first time we've they're they're making a conscious choice with the Bray Wyatt character, a, a change, a, const- a a sudden change with the Bray Wyatt character that he's actually going to get involved on the the physical side of things. And whenever you know we have a sudden change like that, that always raises my eyebrows. I'm just curious as to why, why now, why
1: this? I hear now you. The, the
2: obvious. The obvious answer, by the way, is simply they want to keep the fiend. F- they want to. Ha- they can't have a, a, a pay per view with no title matches. They want to keep the fiend fresh. And that's obvious, but it is notable but that why, they're but going. Why we don't even they, know if this is. A that's title the point. Match, why did they, they not we? announce it was a title match? I assume it's going to. I'm assuming it's a title match.
1: I mean, I I understand why you assume that because why the fuck would you have a pay-per-view and no championship matches on the pay-per-view? Like, that would be crazy. But, like, why would they announce a match that's not a championship match? I,
2: honestly, I didn't even realize they haven't announced it, that it was a title. I I just had been assuming it was. They announced
3: they're facing each other, but it does not say for the title. It just says Hmm. a match.
2: I'm going to work on it to say... Now, if they don't have... See, now, actually, that could even play bigger. This I, is I why Jungle Boy like is going to win the match. In some ways, if Bray Wyatt wasn't the champion, but The Fiend is the champion, I kind of like that. That actually adds a little something yeah, if, to if
1: it. They, if they kept going with it, right? Like if they, yeah, if they, right. If they kept it up, if it wasn't just some bizarre thing that they did once and then you know, never addressed yes, again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah like if they're if, going forward. If this. they addressed moving forward that Bray Wyatt... Is not the champion that the fiend is the champion, and oh and my, Bray
2: Wyatt and the fiend are virtually separate people.
1: What and then you could turn it into a Bray Wyatt versus the fiend thing where you could have another, you could have an. It well, could be I an, was just
2: gonna say, is there
3: any way we get the fiend coming out while Bray Wyatt? No, is no, 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 that,
2: jump, that jumps the shark. But if you do have the Bray Wyatt personality coming out in the fiend.
1: I don't know, man. We are maybe overthinking this. I'm just, I am just—I was thinking more <laughs> it was going to be like an Undertaker, underfaker thing. Like, no, that's, no, no, right. I, but
2: this, I, is, I this is regular Bray don't. Wyatt,
3: though, that's fighting The Miz,
2: right? Yes, it is Bray Wyatt. That's it's how it's family.
1: listed. That's how it's listed. It's listed as Bray
2: Wyatt. Right? And Bray, for the first time, we've seen Bray Wyatt do violence, other than, you know, smashing Rambling Rabbit.
1: <laughs> right. I don't know, man. It's interesting. I agree that it's interesting. Yep. All right, Aaron, uh, you can go ahead and get your plugs in. What do you want to plug?
2: Uh, follow me at the A Oster uh, Listen or watch to the Daily Line 3 to 7 Eastern every day On TV in D.C., Philly, Chicago And the San Francisco Bay Area Or on NBCSportsRadio.com
1: Alright, very good. Appreciate it, pal. We'll talk to you next week Sounds good Alright, Brandon, let's you and I wrap up for the week um, Is there anything that we haven't covered that you had on your mind That you wanted to get in this week?
3: Um, did, we talk, did we talk
1: about the Rusev thing yet? How, what do you mean? I
3: mean, like the what we what we got this well, week. Well, I
1: mean, we talked about how, like, I guess
3: we talked about it in the context of picking our. The yeah, match. we
1: did, and we and look, I said to me, this the problem that I have is that it wasn't. This was not absurd. This was, it, it was almost the opposite, which is like nothing. This was like they they did this. The idea of doing divorce proceedings in the middle of a ring is so incredibly absurd. I don't it's know the how most
3: divorced wrestler. In the history of wrestling... Correct. I don't like, know if he's worse than... Re-
1: yeah, but it's close. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, it's so deliciously absurd, I don't know how I could have been disappointed by it, and yet I came away Hello? from it. You there? Hello? Hey, are you yeah. there? Yeah, I've been here. We haven't gone anywhere. Oh. Yeah, Like, the idea...
3: No, with, Go ahead. With the most divorced wrestler in the history of wrestling overseeing the proceedings.
1: Yes, correct. And that's why, like, <laughs> it's so... In, that, 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 in theory is the most wonderfully absurd thing and the perfect way for them to continue exactly what I'm talking about, which is to remember at every turn, this should be completely effing absurd. And then we actually get into the segment and it's not really all that absurd. <laughs> like, like Jerry Lawler basically does nothing the entire time. He's just be, be there to be ironic. You know what I mean? Like the, the irony of him being right. the one doing it. And then it's just, you know, the, the all they really have for that segment. Rusev's not all that funny. All they really have in the segment is continue to try to make Lana look like, uh, you know, a shrill. Like, that's all they Correct. really had for and, the segment. And
3: I, I, I will say this. It progressed Lana a little bit better than she had been coming across. And when I say better, I mean as a shithead. But, like, she came across better as a performer in this segment than she had been. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they're going closer to, like, off the deep end, with, which is what I wanted when she got arrested. Like, the full-on Vicky Guerrero right, screaming. Right, right, correct. Like, like, they're getting closer to that. Um, I still think... Um, I have no idea where this is going.
1: but like, And that's the thing, I, too. I just... Mm. If you're going to do it... I, I keep coming back to... This, they're doing a match for nothing. Like, for nothing. There's no point to this. And that... How can this, this thing that you've built for months, have a match with no purpose? Right. Like, how can can this lead to there not being a loser leaves town or loser wins... Or winner wins Lana's honor? Like, how could this not get... Even if I don't like the purpose... It's got to have a fucking purpose for this to all just build to a match for the sake of having a match... Again, the only saving grace is exactly what I keep saying. If at the end of this, this ends with Rusev being in on it the entire time, like they got divorced, she fucked another man just so he could get over in a stupid wrestling anger angle, I will high five everyone. That will be worth it. It will completely be worth it. But short of that, what was the purpose of any of this?
3: Well, there's there's another great thing that happened on Monday night, which is Rusev's Donald Duck sweatshirt. I agree with that. That was oh hilarious. My God. Yes. That like was, that was the, glorious
1: between, we, we have
3: to actually talk about that. I, I just wanted to give a, a shout out to Rusev in general because over the past couple weeks, he's had a Bob Ross T-shirt. He's had a Donald Duck sweatshirt, and there was that one that looked like it had blood on it. Like, like I don't think that was really Bobby Lashley's blood. I think it already had like fake blood stains. On his shirt, so whenever he killed Bobby Lashley and was getting handcuffed out of the out of the uh, arena, he had it looked like he had blood on his shirt, which was a really nice touch. So, whoever's picking Rusev's clothes, you're the MVP of the shit right now. I
1: agree. Thumbs up. Thumbs up all around on that.
3: What about um? I I, this is kind of a weird thing to bring up. I mean, I guess it's it's more there. We've got this Eric Rowan thing going, right? And and they obviously like. This feels like it's going to end, like, oh, the gobbledygooker. Yes, it's going to be disappointing,
1: and and I'm almost certain yes. I have no idea what it is at this point. Like, they don't have the plan.
3: But I do want to say, that's the most creatively booked job match I've seen in years. Like, the fact that they had the jobber run out and take the cage to the top of the ramp and then run back in and try to get a count-out victory, like, that's good shit, man. Now, that's, I
1: agree. That's, like, that is good. I don't disagree with that. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. You're right about that. that a good I was idea. like, holy shit, the jobber tried to win the match. Right. Like, had a thought <laughs> that made sense and worked. And, and then he
3: murdered him, of course. Of course, but... right.
1: Which is the way it should be. No, you're right. I, was, was I just idea. found myself chuckling. Like,
3: man, whoever booked that, good for you. Because, like, I could see people being like, that's oh, a job segment. Go out, fucking kill him. You know, whatever. But they, they found a way to sort of, like, play up whatever the hell they're doing with this cage with Eric Rowan. But also, like, I was just like, huh, a smart jobber. Like, <laughs> I agree. It was, it was, that, was, that was pretty cool. I agree. Um,
1: I agree. NXT. Uh, yeah. So this, most people will be listening to this after cause we're taping the end of the show on Wednesday. Um, right. So most people will listen after it happened, but what's your gut tell you about uh, who's going to win the triple threats? <laughs> I mean, Keith Lee, right? It feels like it has to be, but there's then also the part of me that says...
3: Finn and Tommaso cancel each other out, I think. Um, because I don't think you do... You don't do Tommaso on TV, and you don't... We're not ready for Finn yet. I think that more stuff has to happen. I, I, I truly believe that Finn, Cole, will be more whenever you can say one of them is more face. I don't think they're going to do that right now. Uh, okay, but does that a-
1: change just because it's a one-time TV match? Like, this isn't a build to a pay-per-view. This is a one-time TV match. And Finn versus Cole would be huge.
3: And be- I don't know if you want to blow that yet, though. You know what I mean? I think Keith Lee feels like the one because
1: he's going to lose, for sure. Right. Um, whoever, whoever this is is losing. Nobody's winning the title. Well, right. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. Nobody's winning the title. But that doesn't mean there isn't a smaz finish. It doesn't mean that there isn't a you know like I I right, don't where's know Johnny
3: Gargano and all of this right but, uh, you know no, what I mean totally and, and there's something there like I know that Johnny Gargano had a legit a legitimate injury but it can't be that bad because they were already keeping him out so I assume this is whatever lingering thing was sort of like with him um, he wrestled a match with it but they. Clearly have been protecting him for like six months. I mean, if not longer. Like, right. He did not have very many TV matches. He's not on all of the takeovers. Um, so, like, I don't think he's like out. Out. I think that was more. He's kind of hurt, but it was more of a storyline push. I th- I think. I think. I think not having him work w- well. Plus, it's war games, and you don't want to put a half hurt guy um, into a match like that. Or, it, well, I guess he was going to fight Finn. That was what his that's what he was gonna yes, do right
1: yes correct
3: so, so so i again they're being very ominous with whatever's wrong with him I, I i've never i haven't seen anything come out and say right he'd be out he for another a couple months and yeah. he's out for this long so i think are we do you think maybe at royal rumble weekend we're getting a, a four-way for the title
1: well i'm still trying to figure out what's ha- they're not doing a takeover at royal rumble weekend well, but it's in February. Right. It's in February. Okay. So the question so the Febu- becomes... Okay. So whatever the February
3: one is, do you think we're getting... Do you think this is a way to sort of keep the title out there, right. do a couple of matches, but then eventually Johnny Gargano comes in and this turns into some kind of four-way situation or something? It, it, that's sort of what it feels like to me. So that's a long way of saying I think Keith Lee is the easiest foil to lose a one-on-one match. At this point, unless you said, like you said, it's Finn Balor, but then like five minutes into the match, it's a clusterfuck. Right. Or
1: or, or however you're going to do it. And I still think to me that's the most likely thing. Right. And I don't know if that specifically means it's Finn Balor either. Right. Like, I think there's a danger with doing this with Keith Lee. Like, I almost would say if you're, if he's so hot, don't put Keith Lee in a title match that you're not going to give him the title. Like it's it's too good right now with Keith Lee, and don't don't create that like allow that to be lingering right that he can hold but over. You, but couldn't you
3: burn it off? Couldn't you have him lose to Adam Cole, shittily, just to eventually beat Rodney? that would be. The, I mean, the, like American again, that title. would be your
1: option. That would be your option. There's no doubt about but, that.
3: I, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rip off the Band-Aid right now. He's not winning the title, and everybody can just get over that right now. He's not going to win the NXT title, I don't think, ever. Okay, that would be um, insane. That would be I, I insane. Think, I think you see him on Raw or SmackDown before he gets the opportunity to win the title.
1: Uh, I okay. think I this mean, title
3: is, the four guys I mentioned before, that's, it's their title to win and lose right now. I don't think that Keith Lee is going to factor in. That's why I think he wins this match, goes on to the December 18th match, sort of the same way they did. he's Matt Riddle, which is fine. Being Matt Riddle is fine. Like being in that level of, I, of the show I, is fine. But
1: it's a waste from what you've got right now. It's a waste from where you are today. It it's the you're you're looking at the hottest thing and saying yeah, but that wasn't our plan. So we're not going to disrupt the plans that we had to consider that. And that. But what me, if he has mistake. a
3: killer match and the undisputed era makes him lose? I'm not saying so you, you couldn't
1: don't- do it that way, but then to just eliminate him from the like. The way that you do it to me is to say, all right, maybe this wasn't the plan today. And if you want to do this for a week, you can do it for a week. But then to dismiss him from a title picture beyond that, instead of recognizing what's going on, is I in, think he's insane. more likely to be
3: tossed into the North American title picture. I,
1: th- I, I just don't
3: know how you can go—you pe- have all of these title contenders, and like as hot as he is, I don't know how you make the argument for him over any of those guys I just mentioned.
1: Well, you make for the, ir- for, for whoever ma- actually wins. But it, you, you know can make I mean? the argument by saying we've done all these other things, like we've had you know Gargano, Champa, and Adam Cole in a million main events. Like, what, do we need
3: another? Well, the, the matches will happen. I just don't think he's going to win. You know what I mean? That's that's guess what I'm saying. There's two different things going on here. Will he get a program? hundred percent. I mean, I think that's going to happen right now. If it doesn't, he's getting a program for the title. I just don't believe he walks away with it. I think I I think it's a way to prolong. It's a way to not do Finn Balor, Adam Cole right now. It's a way to not do Adam. Like you can't do all the work they did and not do Tommaso Cole for the championship. Like at this point, that would be insane. Like how can you not do that match? How can you? So we all know what's coming. Eventually, we're getting Gargano and Champa for the title. But I'm I'm less. I don't know whether it's a year from now or six months from now. But that guaranteed, they still wanna do that. It's gonna happen. If those if those guys are
1: staying on NXT, yes. If those guys are staying on NXT, correct. Now Which the idea I mean, as as far as we know right now, that's right. That's part of the plan. I understand that. Right. I understand what you're talking about. Of course that
3: can change tomorrow. But like
1: um, I don't see so that's how my
3: head is at is at with it. I don't see right um, now
1: how it would be a bad idea to have Keith Lee win the Royal Rumble and try to create the moment where he takes down the problem. Being, I love that. Can you have Adam Cole be a strong heel going into WrestleMania? And I just don't know if you can. No, I don't know that you can have Adam Cole be they a strong can't. heel. No. So, but then There's you. No fucking way. You but then, but then what not are you? Be,
3: but then it's, you're left with listen, no. By the time we get to, mm, can you hear me? Yeah. By the time we get to WrestleMania, Adam Cole is going to be a face. I, I, I can almost bet money on that. I think we've got so much time to get to 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 remove him from the Undisputed Era. I think by the time we get there, he's a face. I don't know who who the program, I don't know if we're going to get the Roddy Strong program, if they're going to have bigger plans. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. If, I still think there's a possibility Finn Balor replaces right. him. Right. In an uh, undisputed era, I, I think they're dumb for not t- telling that story as like obvious and I mean kind of telegraphed. It is. We've talked about this before. That doesn't make it bad. Um, I I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think if we, if if we're operating under the idea that we're having all of these guys for a while again, that's the asterix, right? Vince could call tomorrow and want... I mean, fucking Sami Zayn was on Raw. You know what I mean? Did you see that? Yep. Yep. I mean, I... <laughs>
1: and with but no... a manager's license. Right. Glenn. Which, I mean, I know. It's just... But that's the bullshit, right? Like, but that's the bullshit that we always know exists and we always know is going to, going to exist because nobody really gives I, a I shit. I will tell
3: you this. I will tell you this. I do buy that line of bullshit. I was like, okay... This is a this is
1: the only okay explanation. I for mean, this happening. I you can I just rolled my eyes. I mean, I just fucking rolled. Well, my I eyes
3: rolled my so. eyes because the segment ended up meaning nothing. Well, of course, I thought they were actually going somewhere, and with because this. I don't like, I really, like, oh, shit, I just Mojo. don't. I don't <laughs> really
1: believe that they're going to do anything with Sami Zayn and Mojo either. I just don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, I don't know wh- why. No, no,
3: no. I mean, they clearly aren't because right. the segment wouldn't have gone the way it did if they right. had plans. But but like, but but when it happened, I was kind of like, oh, this could be cool.
1: Until they just make Mojo look like the biggest boob on the planet. and that's where I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is the point of any of this? Like, why are we... Yeah. What? What the fuck is this? So, no, I thought that was awful, and I hear what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying, that he could just show up on any show at any point, because that's the way that this fucking works, and, you know, inevitably that's going to be the case, outside of the But that's
3: our long-winded version of, I think Keith Lee is winning the match and losing to Adam Cole. All right. Um... Although I, I also hear what you're saying about it being Finn Balor, us getting the tease of that match right. with really like whatever chicanery is going to happen because let's be honest, there's a lot of people not in the title picture. I mean, and like, like, here's the most interesting thing or the most, maybe not interesting is the right word, fascinating, um, encouraging. I'm looking for a word like that. But unbelievable thing if you look at NXT, And you compare it to Raw and SmackDown, and and when I say that in their own universes. So compare NXT in its universe to Raw in its universe to SmackDown in its universe. Which show has the most main event talent? Oh, I'm going to tell you, it's NXT.
1: Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I mean, like because they haven't really sold you on the idea that like a fucking Ali is really a main eventer. You know, right? like, Like he's. You're probably there's right.
3: There's like seven motherfuckers at NXT that could win the title tomorrow.
1: Right, I agree. The other thing I would say is I think Dijakovic is still a part of this story, and I think he's oh, a part of the story. That's
3: my whole point. But I mean, I mean, like
1: I think I, mean, it, like, I think, I think that Lee. I think that yeah. he's the wild card because at this point you need another heel. Um, oh,
3: he's going to turn on Keith Lee. 100%. And that,
1: that to me, like what? Like there's almost a part of Donovan Dijakovic who's like, why are you in this match and I'm not. You know, like, yeah. like what, we were all, they were all four of us, and now three of us end up in this match, and I'm the odd man out, like, and especially if you're going to end up having Adam Cole turn face, I think you're going to need one more heel, and so, especially as Gargano comes back, so, you know, I, I could see that being a part of the story as well. All right, uh, let's wrap it up for the week. Brandon, uh, what's coming Wait, up? Wait, we, we need to mourn, we need to
3: mourn for something. For,
1: what are we mourning We for?
3: need to mourn the death of the street prophets. Well... Dude, they have killed the street prophets. I
1: mean, I've told you before. I that I
3: that fucking segment is one of the worst
1: things I have seen. You say that, w- but a lot of people on the internet seem to like it.
3: The jokes were
1: awful. I know they it were was not funny. I know Dude. that. But I don't
3: I, know, man. I, I, if they if they keep doing this, so i I'm I'm, I'm concerned. And you just had them basically job out to the Viking Raiders. And unless I missed it, there was no entrance music for them. Like, why are we doing this to this team?
1: I, d- I don't have that answer. <laughs> I don't have the answer for it.
3: No, you. But, do, but do you agree with me that's infuriating? Well, I told like, you before. It?
1: I hated that the, I, the the concept of the Street Profits was they were going to be the, responsible for recapping everything. I hated that. Right. I always thought that was a bad idea. Um, I, I, There is a limit to how clever you can make that. And having them sing We Want the Smoke every week is not going to be enough to make that clever and make that... And so you can do it where you try to have them tell jokes. It's just... You're just fucking recapping. That's all it is. It's just a recap segment. You've got a thousand hours of shows to do recap segments. You've got WWE backstage. You've got fucking... You know, like, the the entire online... You have so much space for recaps. I never liked that. So I... By the way, I don't know if you know this, but... Um, they're great fucking wrestlers. Yes, they're wonderful. And, and people are into them. They're <laughs> over. They're over as wrestlers. People like them coming in through the crowd. People like that scene where they ended Raw with the fucking Street Profits celebrating was a great scene. It was a great image for ending a show. It's genius. Roll with it. Let them be good. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right. Uh, All right. What's, what, what you guys got coming up? So uh,
3: oh, I need, might uh, uh, w- I might
1: wander down for Paulie D. <laughs> I
3: might. Yes. I DJ might. Paulie D the 20th. Uh, it's going to be a big party. It's going to be fun. Um, come on down. I mean, he plays every kind of music. Plus, you know, it's going to be a great people watching.
1: Right. Uh, right.
3: Situation. So we've, we've got him. We're winding the year down. We've got uh, Baltimore uh, Legends of Hair Metal Kicks. Ooh. I don't even know if they like that term hair metal. I don't, I don't think I don't they do. Either. I just think they like
1: Baltimore rock legends. But
3: that's what but they are. Yes, they are. But the, and, and I don't know if you know this, but Steve from Kicks taught uh, Lizzie from Hailstorm
1: how to sing. I think I knew that actually. I He so was think, her yeah.
3: vocal coach, and yep. Alex from All Time Low. Yeah, and probably a, a list of other people that are significant from this area. Um, you know, it's it's just really cool to see guys like that that are like pioneers for Baltimore music. Yep. Yep. That like do their own thing, have their own place in, you know, the the music, whatever uh, you want to say, uh, uh, stratosphere, whatever. But then they've contributed a lot to other local artists uh, improving their careers and, and improving their skills. So, anyway, that's we, we do that every year. Kick Smith is coming up on the 21st and um, a whole bunch of other stuff. Ramsudlive.com. Well, I, know, I
1: know I'll be there. On the, well, I'd say I know I'll be there. I better be there on the 29th. I'll be super pissed if that doesn't work out for me. The point being, Citizen Cope at <laughs> Live. Yeah, So 1229.
3: 29. Come on out. Tickets exactly available now. Right. RamsheadLive.com at Ramshead Live on Twitter. And I'm at Brandon Linton on Twitter. If you want to pick on me for. Uh, thinking that the AEW is just doing WWE <laughs> things and
1: pretending like they're cooler than that. Um, at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, glennclarkradio.com. I had this week on my show, I had Cisco, and like it was great. Damn. It was so great talking to Cisco. Si- like, I've had a few great conversations with Cisco over the year, but this is the 20th anniversary of Unleash the Dragon and the Thong song, and so we talked about that and like how that all came about because it was the first time he saw a thong, which is like so weird to me. That, like, you know, in in 1999, like, you could have been an adult male that had never seen a thong. Like, it's just a, you forget how the world has changed. I, I think, but I think it, like, I think, I
3: think it became a thing, though, because of that. Uh, like, it, it became like, a I far more, seen, yes. The, you're absolutely like right. Like, people wearing them on, like, on the outside of their pants and stuff. Like, of course we all saw thongs, but, like, not worn, like, externally or, or a lot ex- you know No, like i think i think what he's referring to side. is like
1: it was it was far more like the average girl that you would like you might see a stripper have where was wearing a thong in 1998 or you might have seen like at like a certain right. beach but not like someone walking down the street right or you wouldn't like it wasn't just common like you wouldn't every girl that you picked up at a bar or something like that you get home and she was definitely going to be wearing a thong and, like, you forget that there was a time where that was the case. Like, you just forget that that, that wasn't just commonly what women wore as underwear at that point. Um, it's just weird. It's a weird story. We talked about it. It was fun. It was a great conversation. He's the best. He should get, he should get a percentage of that. I, like, dude, the problem is, like, we talked about that. They went back to Victoria's Secret afterwards, like, you know, after the song had blown up to try to get a deal. And they were like, yeah, our sales have already been driven, like, a billion percent. We don't really need your help now. <laughs>
3: Like, it's like, thanks
1: for the free advertising. Yes, that's exactly what happened. We're like, maybe you should have come to us before the song launched. And he got, <laughs> he got fucked in that project. It's a great story, man. We had a great conversation. Uh, dude, it's Cisco. I fucking love Cisco. We also got Joe Burrow on the show this week who's going to win the Heisman Trophy. So it's been a weird week on Glenn Clark Radio. Uh, are we going to have a guest on this show this week we are working on I've got something I think the big one I don't know if it's going to be next week or not unfortunately but I've got another one I think I got a hall of famer lined up for next week so I believe uh, Ricky Morton from the Rock and Roll Express is going to be joining us on the show next week so I'm excited about that All right. right. um, thanks again this week to Isaiah Williams thanks to uh, for AJ or for Brandon for Aaron and for the main event Vent. Van 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 Ben. 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 A.J. Francis, uh, a.k.a. Frank. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out.
3: You know, it's a shame that A.J. had to go film that
1: Frito-Lay commercial. (laughs) Yeah, but I can't wait to see it in the Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Doritos, right? Uh, It's exactly what it is. Doritos commercial for the Super Bowl. It's going to be a big one. I think I heard he got paid a million dollars for it. Amazing. You do the thing.
0: Jobbing Out. Fuck AJ. <laughs>